Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Do you know the story of the rich man and Lazarus? It's an important story. Within it, there are many wonderful truths. It also reveals intriguing information about life in Jesus' day. Today on Drawing Near, and maybe tomorrow, we listen to Jesus as he teaches and corrects through the use of this story. Let's take our Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 16, and look at the rich man and Lazarus. And as we prepare for today's study, let's go to the Lord together in prayer. And our Father in heaven, as we come before you today, we do so humbly, recognizing that we are sinners, saved by grace, and it's through your grace and grace alone that we have salvation. We thank you for your great and rich sacrifice in Jesus Christ, coming into this world humbly, obediently, and taking on our sin upon the cross, paying for our sin through his shed blood. We thank you for his glorious resurrection. Father, we thank you that he is the first fruits of all who will be resurrected. And one day, following our death, we too will be resurrected and receive new bodies, and we will live forever with the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, in anticipation of all of these wonderful promises, help us to study your word, to intently draw near to you, that we may enjoy the fellowship you desire us to have. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm not exactly sure how far we'll get today in studying this passage of Scripture. We may simply introduce it and then have to deal with it more tomorrow. We may get all the way through it. I'm not sure. So let's begin by reading through this entire story, beginning in Luke chapter 16, verse 19. In verse 19, we read, There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died, and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted, and you are tormented. And besides all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, for if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. 
If you've been following along, then you know that Jesus has been teaching his disciples, the multitudes, and Pharisees and scribes who were within the multitudes. They had chided him, they had challenged him, and Jesus is teaching his disciples about the contradictions or the false beliefs and behaviors of the Pharisees and the scribes. And so Jesus has taught them various things about mammon, about stewardship, even about marriage and adultery. And now he is addressing this passage of scripture that deals with the rich man and Lazarus. Jesus knew that the rich man in this story was very closely related to the lifestyles of the Pharisees. The Pharisees were wealthy. They were held in high esteem in Jewish culture, and they functioned and behaved in a way that was very closely aligned to this rich man. And so Jesus uses this rich man to correct and to instruct the Pharisees and the Jewish people around, because the Jewish people believed this was just what being blessed by God looked like. The last person they expected to be blessed by God was Lazarus, because in their mindset, if you were wealthy, if you were healthy, then God favored you and blessed you. If you had children, if you had money, then you were highly favored by God. And the more of these earthly blessings you possessed, the more you were favored by God. And so in this story, the rich man was the one they believed would be favored by God, and Lazarus was the one full of sores and sick, who they believe God had judged and condemned. Jesus is literally turning the thought of this current culture upside down. This was exactly the opposite of what Jewish tradition believed and taught. Everyone wanted to be like the rich man. Look at verse 19. There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. He was rich, he was clothed in purple, which was considered elegant and very costly. He was clothed in fine linen, and he lived and ate sumptuously every day. Not at Thanksgiving, not at Christmas, not at any particular holidays or celebrations. Every day he fared sumptuously. He was that rich. Look at the other character in this story. In verse 20, But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Notice first that the rich man is not named. He's just a certain rich man. But the beggar is named. His name is Lazarus. This doesn't appear to be a parable or some story that Jesus is just creating out of the air. He's naming this individual as if this individual is a real person. It was a certain rich man, a specific rich man, and a certain beggar whose name was Lazarus. Now, Lazarus was a beggar. No one wanted to be a beggar. No one really wants to be a beggar today. It's humiliating. Depending on everyone else to provide for you, that was a condemnation immediately among the Jewish people. He was a beggar. Not only was he a beggar, but he was full of sores. He had sores all over his body. Can you imagine the stink, the stench of being a beggar? His clothes were filthy. He was full of sores. No one would want to go near him. And yet the Bible says in verse 20 that he was laid at the rich man's gate. He couldn't walk there. He was so sick, so weak, so poor, 
that he had to be laid at the rich man's gate. In verse 21, we're told he desired to be fed with the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. He wanted just the things that they would just wipe off the table. When cleaning the table, as they were wiping it down, the stuff that fell off the table, those are the meager crumbs that Lazarus wanted to eat. Moreover, we're told at the end of verse 21, the dogs came and licked his sores. No one tended his wounds. No one tended his sores. No one fed him or took care of him. They didn't give him enough money to survive. He was hungry. He was sick. He was poor. And the dogs came and licked his sores. The dogs were not like our pets today. The dogs were scavengers on the road, and they were filthy, and and they were not kept in homes, and they were not fed. They lived off the scraps in the streets. These dogs came and licked his sores. The only care Lazarus received was from the dogs who came and licked his sores. Now, they weren't trying to care for him, but that's the only relief or care that he received. The rich man and Lazarus lived very different lives. One was the envy of everyone in the community, and the other was disgusting and an embarrassment and a reproach of the community. And yet we're told that there's a great equalizer. Look at verse 22. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. There's a verse in Hebrews that we should all have memorized. It's appointed unto man once to die, and after that the judgment. Every human being is going to die. It doesn't matter if you are powerful, if you are rich, if you've lived well all of your life, if you're highly educated. It doesn't matter what country you're from. doesn't matter your political party. It's appointed unto man once to die, and after that the judgment. God is going to judge us. He's not going to judge us based on our wealth or our poverty, our health or our sickness. God is going to judge us according to his righteous standards, his standards of justness. He's going to judge us based on the things we have done in this world. We need to understand that. Our lives need to match up with our faith. If we claim to have faith in Jesus Christ, then we need to embrace the values and the truths of God. We need to be like him. We need to follow him. No matter how you view salvation, you cannot read the Bible and not know that God expects us to live holy, loving, righteous lives. He expects us to walk by faith, walk in the Spirit. And that's clearly taught in Scripture. It's appointed unto man once to die, and after that the judgment. Lord willing, tomorrow we're going to look at that judgment in this passage. Until then, I encourage you to read this passage, to read the scriptures, to understand what God is calling us to do and to be in this life, not to embrace the world's values or what the world says is a blessing from God, but rather to see the blessings that God provides for his people, whether rich or poor. And there are rich believers, but those rich believers are believers who are using their riches as good stewards as we've already seen in this chapter in the Gospel of Luke. Father in heaven, help us to understand these truths. Help us not just to study about Pharisees long ago, how Jesus corrected them and instructed them, because these truths are eternal and they apply to us. 
Are we the kind of people who would cross the street to tend to the wounds of Lazarus? Would we welcome him into our home and care for him? Would we love him and nurse him back to health like the good Samaritan did in that story Jesus tells? Father, help us to understand these things. Help us to humbly recognize that every sinner, whether rich or poor in this world, is a beggar before you, and our righteousness is as filthy rags. Father, help us to recognize this and to be humble and not to be prideful or arrogant, not to look at ourselves as better or more blessed than anyone else. We ask these things in Jesus' name, for his sake. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.